<laughs> Good morning, Saints. Today is the 11th day of January. The year is 2024. It's cold. And it's cold, and this is the Nesbitts, and we're going to be live here in just a minute. Let's... Hey, baby, it's cold outside. Hey, baby, it's cold outside. Let's get the intro on. It's time to lift our hearts to Jesus. It's time to break some holy. Grab your coffee and your Bible. Listen to what the Spirit says. It's time for daybreak. Daybreak. All right, all right, all right. Good morning, saints of God. Let me get over here on the chat. I cannot tell you this morning why that uh, Josh and Sarah is not with us. Uh, all I know is they didn't walk up the hill this morning. So we're going to go ahead and sing a song while you guys are finding us. Finding us. You are beautiful, my sweet, sweet song. You are beautiful, my sweet, sweet song. You are beautiful, my sweet, sweet song. I will sing again. You are so good to me. You heal my broken heart. You are my father. Oh 
upon the cross You are my Jesus who loves me You poured out all your blood You died upon the cross You are song popped in my head. I, I like I that. That, that is too. Actually, actually, there's a whole lot of the original Third Day stuff that I like. You guys like Third Day? You guys like Third Day? Hey, do you need this light off, sweetheart? Uh, just keep it on low. Yeah. Real low. You can turn it down a little. Well, good morning. Peekaboo Lisa, Diane says. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, my Father in heaven, Spirit inside me, my Jesus who loves me. Amen. Yeah, that's okay. But when I heard you mix up the words, it, I went, it went right out of my head. I was like, oh no, that I was going to the wrong place. Uh, he's my song. He's my melody. Look, I want to start out today. Now we're going to be in Proverbs 29, Proverbs 29, but I want to start somewhere else. And, um, uh, and this is because of a question I received last night. So I was sent a question by someone who watches Daybreak. And uh, I don't know, uh, just in case they don't want me to, I will not give your name out just in case you don't want me to. Uh, and I don't really know. I didn't ask you if you wanted me to do that or not. Uh, but I, I answered somewhat with a text. But you can't totally answer with a text. And the question was this, um, are you saying, well, first there was a compliment, and I want to say thank you for the compliment that you love the way I teach scripture, and you like listening to me, and I want to say thank you for that. Your question was, am I saying that you can't love God because you're a transgender? Am I saying that you can't love God because you're a transgender? because you love God. Now, I want to say this. Of course you can love God, and of course God loves you. Jesus says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believed in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Jesus did not come into the world to condemn the world, but He came to save the world. Now, why does the world need to be saved? Because we all are fallen. We all need saving. And everybody has uh, sins and weaknesses, and that's why we need to be saved. Now, when we turn to God, so if we love God, if I say, I love God, if I love God, then I want to listen to God and learn what he says is right and what he says is wrong. And because I love him, 
I want to give up what isn't right before God and lay that down. So I want to go, I want to start out this morning with a scripture in Mark chapter 10. And I want you to hear the words of Jesus. These are not my words. These are not a preacher's words. This is not uh, some crazy preacher or some denomination. These are the words of Jesus. So I want to ask you to please listen to these words from the Lord. Now, if we love the Lord and we say, I love Jesus. So answer that question. Do you love Jesus? I love Jesus. Do you love Jesus? So because I love Jesus, Jesus says some things that is hard for me to hear sometimes because I live in a flesh that wants to run into sin sometimes. And that's why I run to Jesus, I submit to Jesus, and Jesus tells me things. Like he tells me things, and every man out there, he says, hey, if you look at a woman and lust at her, you've committed adultery. So that means he tells me I can't look at women and lust after them. And so because I love Jesus, I listen to what he says. Now, here's what he says about male and female. These are his words. He says, from the beginning, but from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and his mother, and cleave shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall become one flesh. They are no longer two, but one flesh. What does he mean here? So, from the beginning of creation, Jesus said, God made them male and female. Now, in John chapter 1, the apostle John tells us, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. All things were made by him or through him without him was not anything made that was made. Bible believers, people like me, that love the Word of God and love Jesus, Yeshua, okay, whether we call him Yeshua or Jesus or Jesus, we know that he created the world. So when he says, in the beginning, God created, he's the one who created. And he said, he created male and female. Now, the very term transgender means that you're not male or female, you're transgender. And that does not line up with what Jesus says. That's what people say. That's what the culture says. But it's not what Jesus says. And you need to know and God wants you to know that he created you and he loves you. How do you know what gender you are? Well, he put you in the body of what gender you are. If you are male, then you're a boy. If you're female, then you are a girl. And he says, for this cause shall a man leave his father and his mother, cleave unto his wife, the female, the male, in this text that I have before you, says male and female, man and wife. So the male, okay, is the man, and the female is the wife. And this is plain text. Now, God loves you, and I love you, and you can love God. And there's many, 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 many people that struggle with transgender that are sound, faithful followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. There are people that struggle with sexuality that follow the Lord Jesus Christ. There are many 
porn addicts that struggle in their life and follow the Lord Jesus Christ. What do people do? They, we, we are called by Jesus to pick up our cross daily and follow him. Jesus came to say all of us are fallen. All of us are sinners. That's what the Bible teaches. All of us are sinners. All. Not you and him. Everybody is sinners. That's why we need Jesus. And so the Father sent Jesus, Yeshua, to come into the world and live the perfect life, to go upon the cross and die for our sins so that the adulterer, the fornicator, the transgender, the homosexual, the thief, the drunkard, the you name whatever it is, you name it, so all of us could turn in repentance and love to God and say, God, help me, forgive me, I love you, and I want to follow you. And God says, that's all I needed to hear. And so he forgives us and he saves us, and then he sends his Holy Spirit within us. And the Holy Spirit, when we repent and turn to God, the Spirit inside of us leads me to truth. And that's why when you hear truth, that's why when, when a person hears, when a person who loves God and has the Spirit within them, and they hear the Word of God taught, they go, yes, I know that is the Word of God, and that is true. And Lord, help me. I want to crucify my flesh. I want to pick up my cross daily. I want to follow you. Jesus, I love you. I know you love me, and I love you. And so absolutely anybody. God, he came into the world to save sinners, of whom the Apostle Paul said, I am chief. Now here is the difference, and here's what I was talking about yesterday. And here's where we have to stand. Now we are saved by the grace of God. And so if we have believed and we have truly believed, now we are saved. Now we are arbiters of the truth. And now because we love people, we tell them the truth. And so we tell our sons, no, God made you a, a boy. You're a boy. God made you, I tell my daughters, God made you a girl. You're a girl. This is God's truth because he is the creator. And it does not matter what the world says. It does ma not matter what anybody says. What matters is what God says. Now, I say all of this because I love you. God has forgiven me so much. And I, I every true, born-again, believing Christian loves everybody. We are called to love. Every, we love each other. And we help each other out of the quicksand that we have sunk into and so i am thankful you said you like the way i teach i am thankful for that and i love you and i want to teach you god's word i want to teach everybody god's word so that all of us get out of the quicksand that we're sinking in and we say yes i love god what does that mean if i love god what does that mean i want to know the truth and the truth is what not what anybody else says god has given us truth in his holy word and when we're born again, he gives us the Holy Spirit that bears witness with the truth that it's the Word of God. So when the Bible tells me uh, that 
I, a sin that I can't walk in, that I want to walk in in my flesh. If I follow my flesh, I walk in. Then I'm called not to walk in my flesh, but to crucify my flesh and follow the Spirit of God. And as I do that, He gives me more and more joy, more and more peace in my life. So I hope that helps. And it's just a lot better for me to speak. I'm a better speaker than I am a typer. I'm not very good with typing. And I can't type emotions in very well either. So I wanted you to be able to see my face as I say, I love you. And with God's help, I want to point you to the truth. Amen. So now let's go back to Proverbs chapter 29. What, baby? What? One thing very quickly. If you'll come over here, you can. <clears throat> There's a tiny little obscure scripture in Malachi that I bring that comes to me in lots of situations. But it, the background of this is the Lord was, because if you read it in context, he was talking to the priests and they had been unfaithful. They had been unfaithful to the wives of their youth. But <clears throat> this one little part tells so much to me uh, concerning same-sex relationships or fornication of any kind. He says, um, because they're like, why why don't you listen to my prayers, Lord? And, and, and God says, hey, you've been unfaithful. He says, did he, God, not make them one with a portion of the Spirit? That's capital Spirit. That's the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, God, in their union, in their coming together. And what was the one God seeking? It says godly offspring. Mm -hmm. That's what the one God was seeking in that union, which is how you know because that God that created union male is male and female, and female because to that's produce the godly only one offspring. that can produce godly offspring. And it says that a portion of his Spirit is in that union with male and female. Mm -hmm. This is one of the things that I use when I'm trying to teach young people. Don't be giving yourself to everybody. Because God says that in that union is a portion of his spirit. That's what makes it good and holy and right. And that's why we do it by his way. We do it one man, one woman, married in a covenant relationship mm -hmm. to bring forth godly seed. Amen. Because that was... The, the plan. That mm -hmm. is the plan. Amen. It doesn't change. God's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Amen. Amen. And we say it all in love because mm -hmm. God is also love. Yes, He is. Amen. He is. And He loves Amen. us enough to tell us the truth. And we love you enough to tell Amen. you the truth. Amen. Amen. All right. And so praise the Lord. And same way, you know, she's talking about, she said, one man, one woman coming together. A lot of people have to stop, you know, that as well, because people don't want one. People want hundreds, you know, men yeah. want hundreds of women, yeah. and some women buffet. want many it's men. Not a buffet, no, and, and it's the same. It doesn't matter what it is. God's truth is truth. So now, Proverbs 29, 1, starting with verse 29, I mean, chapter 29, verse 1. Says he who is often rebuked and hardens his neck will suddenly be destroyed, and that without remedy. One in scripture, when it says one who hardens his neck, it's a it's an allegory, it's just a saying that means won't hear. He hardens his heart. Uh 
hardens his neck means that that's where you get the term stiff necked. You stiff necked people. Stiff neck means I won't turn. I'm not willing to turn. So God brings and he speaks to me, but I'm not willing to hear. I'm not willing to turn. My neck is stiff. I have a hard neck, meaning I won't turn. I will not yield to God. I will not hear God's ways. I will decide what I think is right and wrong. And I will decide that. I am in control of right and wrong, not God. I am. Not the creator who created me, but I am. And so he says, he who often, uh, who is often rebuked and hardens his neck. If we won't hear, we will suddenly be destroyed and that without remedy. When destruction comes, it comes quickly. And this is for all of us. We need to always, listen to me, we need to always be willing to hear. We need to keep a tender heart. And if you and I ever get to where we cannot hear any rebuke, we cannot read the Word of God and let it speak to us, then we are getting in a bad place. And I encourage us to say, God, I don't want to be here. Please soften my heart. I want to hear your Word. I want to turn towards you in Jesus' name. Verse 2 says... When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when a wicked man rules, the people groan. Here again, it talks about uh, the people rejoice. Is speaking that the, the people under the rulers. When the righteous are in authority, people rejoice. Okay? Can I say this? It's even better for the people, the wicked people, when the righteous people are ruling. Because when the wicked people rule, you, it starts going down so fast, it turns into a quicksand of, of ungodliness so fast that a culture implodes upon itself and is destroyed. Destroyed. So we've... We've talked about that many times. We will do one more. We'll get at least to 29 verse 3. And the reason I didn't get very far is because, you know, I needed to deal with that question that I received last night. And thank you for the question. Verse 3. Whoever loves wisdom makes his father rejoice. This is earthly true. <laughs> I mean, I love it. When my kids love wisdom, I'm telling you, it makes daddy happy. When they are seeking godly counsel, when they are making right decisions, it makes me rejoice. But you, there, you know there's another father, the father in heaven. And Jesus, Yeshua, points to the father in heaven all the time. And it makes him rejoice when we love wisdom. When we love wisdom, in other words, we want to hear what's right and we want to follow what's right. The Father rejoices. But then it ends with a companion of harlots wastes his wealth. <laughs> He's unwise. The companion of harlots, the guy that will go out there and just instead of, well, that goes right in what we started with. He won't do the one, you know, God created a man, male and female, for this cause a man leaves his father and mother, cleaves them to his wife. This is what this is what God has given 
of a wife for the husband, the female for the male, is what God has given for that release, for that companion. But it says, but the guy that goes out and is the companion of harlots, uh, he just wastes his wealth. <laughs> and I would say he's wasting his health too. It's dangerous. All right, well, praise the Lord. Let me jump back over here on the uh, chat side. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yeah. Let's see, somebody said something. I want to see if anybody... Philip said this, and let me put it on here to show you that uh, I'd like to say this as well. This is from Philip Scott Gibson. Homosexual sin is no worse than heterosexual sin. Both are sexual perversion. Selah. Amen. And that's what I was trying to say. But I was asked a specific question, and so I was giving a specific answer. You know, it also says the drunkard will not inherit the kingdom of God. Did you know that? It also says the liar will not inherit the kingdom of God. And so we're all in the same boat. We're, we all need Jesus. We all turn to the Lord and we're all called to crucify the flesh. And I can only hope and pray that God helped me to explain my position well. I hope it blessed you and I hope you understood what I was saying. And I hope you received it in the love that I meant it in. All right, God bless you. Thank you for being here. And uh, uh, we just pray that you will all. Yeah, I know. Um, I also would like for us to uh, say a special prayer this morning. Our dear brother Charles is having to take some new medication. It's not agreeing with him exactly. And it's going to keep we him from pray. going with us to Honduras. Yes, and our hearts are broken. So we pray that it works swiftly and that his body responds quickly mm -hmm. and that the Lord brings healing with this yeah. and comforts his heart because I know his heart is breaking. Yeah. Let's just let's go ahead and go pray. Father, us. in the name of Jesus, we lift up Brother Charles to you. Yes, Lord. I ask you to bless him and touch him and help him, Lord. Bring healing to him, healing to his kidney. And uh, Father, we pray that this medicine works and the doctor's uh, have wisdom and make good choices and that you'll bless his body and bring healing to his body. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' in name Jesus and the name. rest of the sick out there, Lord. Yes. So many people are sick and we just ask you to intervene on their behalf. Yes, Lord. Let's say the Lord's Prayer together. Our, Our Father, Father, who art in heaven, heaven hallowed be your name. name. Your, your kingdom come, come. Your, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. heaven. Give, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. 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 All right. Love you, saints. See you all tomorrow. Be blessed. Bye.